0: How are we doing, people? Uh, Welcome back to another episode of the In My Prime podcast. Today, uh, I only got two picks locked in, man. It's kind of a weird slate. Uh, I think I'll maybe spend a little bit of time after I drop the plays to go over some picks I'm leaning or spots that I'm waiting for to open up or kind of just, like, going over the game a little bit. So um, with that being said, I'm just going to get right into it today. Um, NBA, past couple days, not been too fun uh kind of been a reoccurring theme. But um you know what? Sticking sticking to my process, staying confident. I'm actually playing straight unders today, and like the other play I'm very strongly leaning is also an under. But um yeah, let's get into the first one. So my first under is Luka Doncic under 46 and a half points and assists. That is minus 120 at DK. Um let's check around for the current odds, because I did play this last night. Don't think it should really move too much. Um Yeah, there's still 40. Actually, there's better odds available. There's minus 115 available at 365 or Caesars. So, yeah. Fading Luca. you know, we've had a little success, a little failure. Uh, specifically, the failure came on uh the game where he dropped 73. Yeah, so <laughs> that was not fun. But um this game is different, man. Uh Kyrie, he's probable here. So, 46.5 PA. I don't truly get this line. Uh, Luca, he's under this line in 18 out of 22 games with Kyrie. He's averaging only 40.5 points in assists. Um, and he's also under in 11 out of 11 road games. Uh, he's only averaging 30, 37.4 PA on the road with Kyrie. So much worse on the road. Literally hasn't. I think the most PA he's had in a road game with Kyrie this year is 44. So. This is a 46 and a half line, so it feels very, very high. Um, Luka, I mean, obviously, he's going to see a pretty big downtick in usage here. But another angle here is actually like the minutes angle. So without Kyrie, we see Luka, like most games, playing like 40 to 44 minutes or so a night. Uh, it's because the Mavs, they can't survive the non-Luka minutes without Kyrie on the floor. So um, Luka, he's been battling a tough ankle injury. He's actually questionable here. Um, it's a front half of a back to back. So if, if possible, I think they look to rest him as much as possible. Like say, uh, Luca comes off the court and the Kyrie Led unit does good. Like, I think that they're going to give him like a full, like six minutes of rest in those things. Uh, if that's the case. And then of course, like, um, if there it's a comfortable win on any side, I think that they look to rest Luca as much as possible. And, uh, but yeah, of course on playing devil's advocate, um, if the non-Luka minutes continue to be awful and it's a wire to wire game, they likely do play them a lot. But like I said, man, with Kyrie, the non-Luka minutes should improve a ton. So just being able to get them that rest, not have to play them 40 to 44 minutes a night. I think that's a big impact on, um, why, uh, on like an out for this under. So, uh, some data to back that up. Luka. He's only played 40 or more minutes once in a game with Kyrie in 22 games. So pretty safe to project him for like 38 or so here. Um, With 40 or less minutes this year, he's under this line in 21 out of 30 games straight up. And that even includes games uh, without Kyrie. So just straight up. er, Or yeah, that includes games without Kyrie. So yeah, um, minutes angle I think is very important here. Um, the matchup, they're playing Philly, their defense, I'm not gonna lie to you guys, their defense does suck, like, they don't have Embiid, so they don't really have rim protection, um, they're missing Melton, who's a very solid point of attack defender, Nick Batum knows his role on defense, plays really, plays tough, plays hard, really good, like, solid team defender, uh, I just do want to mention, like, however, like, they are, they are coached by Nick Nurse, and, like, uh, going back to the Raptors days, like, Obviously, last year, they had a ton of length they had OG. Like, their defensive personnel is, like, way better than what they have here in Philly, especially in current form. But, like, it was a thing that you cannot back clear-cut number ones against the Raptors. So, like, I don't think Nick Nurse is just going to sit back and, like, let Luka get single coverage. Like, just let him, like, I don't think that he's going to have a scheme that's just going to make it easy for Luka. It's it pretty much what I'm trying to say. So... Like I said, personnel-wise, Philly, they have not been good. They don't have good personnel. They've been a really bad defense, but I just don't think that luca I don't think that Luca is just going to be able to go out there and do whatever the hell he wants without double teams, without blitzes on pick and rolls and stuff like that. So I think that they'll be able to do enough to slow him down and to keep him from having a super efficient game. See, I mean all in all with Kyrie playing, like a 46 and a half PA line just seems like absurd. Like I don't think he, with the usage he's he gets in games with Kyrie, like this just is a line that he's gonna have to be super, super efficient. Game's gonna have to stay close. Um the Kyrie minutes are gonna have to suck so he gets like the minutes. Like I just I just think that this line is way too inflated. I think that a fair line here should be like forty-two and a half, forty-three and a half. So I see I see pretty clear value on the under here. Alright, uh next play, another under. Um I'm fading Domas Sabonis. I think Domas is how you pronounce his first name. Domas Sabonis under forty and a half PRA. Uh minus one nineteen at Caesars. Check out the current uh odds because once again, this was a overnight line. Um so, 39.5 30, now everywhere. Uh, you know, with these, like, super high margin lines, obviously, like, you like it more at 40.5, but I think 39.5 is very playable. Um, you can pay, like, minus 110 on DK and MGM for that, so very little juice. So, th- this isn't a hit rate play. Um, it's an awful matchup. Sabonis, he's under in 46% of his road game, so definitely, like, he goes over more often than under, but not by like a, not by a lot. And the Cavs in current form are maybe, probably the best defense in the league at the moment. So, last 15 games, the Cavs, they're in like first in defensive rating. They allow the third fewest points per game. They're all, they're allowing like 104 points per game. So, like, the Kings are always in like the 120s and stuff. Like, they, they, The Cavs just, they do not allow a ton of points. Uh, they allow the fewest assists as well. Um, they allow the ninth fewest rebounds per game. Uh the six fewest rebounds per game to center or the six fewest points per game to centers. All this is uh, last fifteen uh, games data. So Sabonis, how he scores the ball. He relies on strength to bully opponents. Um that's gonna be very tough to do on Jared Allen, who's playing like a deep way candidate right now. He's playing incredible. Um voice correct. And they also got Evan Mobley, who is like doesn't have the strength, but he's he brings like elite elite rim protection. So yeah, just like the twin, when the Twin Towers for Cleveland are playing, bro, I'm like they are very tough to score in down low. And just like in current form that they're in, they are elite. Uh, Cavs, they allow the third fewest points in the paint as well, where Sabonis does basically all of his scoring. So, um, assisting wise, I mentioned earlier, like they allow the fewest assists per game. Like, I've Sabonis, he's had some really good assist games, but just um, against his Cavs, where the, the Cavs just don't allow a ton of points, man. It's hard to score um, or hard to get assists when your team's not scoring. Um, I think they allow like one of the lowest catch and shoot frequencies, like they're just a solid, solid defense. So like, like a six assist game for Sabonis wouldn't surprise me at all. Uh, for rebounds, like I I don't think the Cavs rebounding matchup is like super, super hard, but he does have a 13 and a half line. So like, that's a very, very high line, uh, against like centers who can, are elite rebounders like Mobley and Allen. They're very active on the glass. They're always contesting, trying to get offensive rebounds. So, just, like, a 13-and-a-half line, like, I, I I think, like, a ceiling for him here is, like, 15. So, like, I don't see that spiking. I think a correct line is 12-and-a-half, so I see a little bit of value to the under there. Um, and, yeah. So, pretty much, the Cavs, they're just such a damn good defense. Like, the game's in Cleveland, too. So, um, Cavaliers are, are favorited uh, by a little, like, a decent margin. Um, you could maybe see a blow. I mean, it's January basketball uh, but yeah, man, just Cavs at home—they're gonna be dialed in on defense. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see the Kings have like a 105-110 scoring output, and if that's the case, man, I just—I just think it's gonna be hard for Sabonis to get to this mark. Like, I get that he's been on a tear, but this is a really high line. Really gonna be tough for him to score. Cavs don't allow assists. Uh, his rebounding is super inflated, and I can see like a 9-10 rebound game, like. I don't know, man. I just think that like everything's gonna have to go right for Sabonis here to go over. Like this Cavs defense is just elite, 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 and they have their full personnel as well. So yeah, those are the two plays. Um, with, with Luca under forty six and a half points and assists, minus one twenty at DK, and then Sabonis under forty and a half PRA, minus one nineteen at Caesars. So other plays that I'm looking at um, for the Clippers and Hawks, uh, I was I'm pretty I was pretty close to pulling the trigger on. Paul George, under 21 and a half points. Uh, the Hawks are, like, an atrocious, atrocious defense. They play really, really fast. But um, Paul George, like, he played 33 minutes last game, yes, but that was a wire-to-wire game. Um, like, uh, they needed him out there. Prior to that, like, he's been on a minute restriction. He's played uh, 29, 28, 22, 27, 27 minutes. And this is a back-to-back. Um, let me quick pull it up. So yeah, with 30 or less minutes this year, Paul George is under this line and let me quick check. Paul George is under this line with 30 or less minutes in, um, nine out of 11 games. And, uh, I just think that like, I mean, the Hawks, yes, they suck at defense, but the Clippers have so many guys that can score on you that, um. Like, I don't really see a ton of volume for PG, especially if he's probably going to play like 26 to 28 minutes. Um, he'll just have to be efficient, and obviously, that's pretty easy to do against the Hawks, so I, I say it off, but that's a very strong lean of mine. I mean, just like given this spot, like back to back, how they've been managing his minutes, like, it just, he, he'll have to be efficient to go over this line. Um, another thing that I was eyeing is Anthony Davis over 12 and a half rebounds. Um, my main reasoning behind this is, like, if you just, like, look around at, like, the Lakers rotation, like, who they're playing, um, it's, like, a lot of, like, their starting lineup is Davis, or Davis, LeBron, Rui, Reeves, Russell, and then off the bench you have, like, Torian Prince and Christie, and then Christian Wood will play, like, eight minutes or so. But, um, yeah, man, they, like, with Vanderbilt out, they just don't have, like, any good rebounders. Like, I guess they have LeBron, like, outside of LeBron. Um, they really just don't have a lot of rebounders in their lineup. Uh, Anthony Davis, he's over this line in thirteen out of forty seven games. Uh, or thirteen out of forty seven. Twenty-three out of forty seven games. So not a great hit rate, but um the Hornets like they're always gonna be in the bottom tier of rebounding matchups for centers. Like Nick Richards, very low usage. Um, not a great rebounder, doesn't stretch the floor, so really, really amazing matchup for him. Uh, twelve and a half is Probably a fair line to be fair, but um, yeah, at the same time, man, I just think that he could really crush here and with no Vanderbilt, like they the rebounding competition for the Lakers, like they like most of them don't even go for rebounds besides LeBron, so yeah, uh, laid off there, might end up playing that, but um, yeah, another slight lean that I had is um. This is is like a really weird one, but I kind of like Claxton over two and a half assists. Um, So there's no Ben Simmons, which is big because um, like Claxton's minutes are super, like I faded Claxton on Saturday, made it a pretty big play for me and uh, didn't come through. But um, yeah, Claxton, like without Ben, like he'll have games where he plays like 36 to 40 minutes or so. They don't have their backup big in Dayron Sharp. Uh Claxton's had four or more assists um in four out of his last five games. Um they've kind of been using it as a hub, I've realized. I'm gonna quick check the last five games right now, pull up potentials. Uh, one thing I do wanna mention, this is just like a like a tip for betting. Um when you're betting on centers assists, a lot of centers assists are dribble handoffs where they don't even like really like look like assists. But they are, and then they don't get registered as potential assists because of that. So yeah, I mean, this is like really not. This is pretty discouraging. But um, yeah, Clarkson's averaging three potential assists, but 3.6 assists, and uh, that's probably the reason why. So um, yeah, uh, I don't know if I can get behind that numbers-wise, but um, it is like a. Like, I can guarantee you, like, a lot of his, uh, like, like obviously he has more assists than potentials, and that's the reason why, because a lot of his are just dribble handoffs, going into shots and all that stuff. And, like, the Warriors, they're a pretty damn bad defense. Like, they're, I think last 15 games, they are dead last in defensive rating. Yep, they are dead last in defensive rating. Um, When it comes to assists allowed, they are, um, they allow, like, the ninth most. So, yeah, pretty solid matchup. What is that noise? Hello? What the heck is going on? Okay, well, my thing is bugging out right now. And uh, I'm about to just end this. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, Hopefully you guys had a good day. Hopefully, guys, we make some bread tonight. Peace.